This is Snake. Can you hear me? Good. The mission is simple. Put your geek pants on and infiltrate Foxhound. If you need backup, contact Ken and Chris on their codec frequency. Ready? Snake out. Oh. Chris? Yes, Ken? Welcome back to another Geek Pants Sandcast. Oh, it feels like I've never left. Really? Yeah. Weird. Well, you just know me back to back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to back, so, you know. Oh, sorry, I wrecked it. Wrecked it for the Geek Pants. You wrecked the illusion. But yes, yes, we are filming back to back. Back to back, because that's how we roll. Because we're adults. We have time constraints. We were making money off this, and this was our job. We do it more often. Yeah, we'd be doing it weekly. Weekly. At least, for weekly. sure. Easily. easily. Oh, yeah. Easily. Easily. Today, we're going to be talking about the John Wick trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, we are. It's pretty exciting. I'm actually, like, for anybody that's been following us for quite some time, you may have heard me reference John Wick or talk repeatedly to Kenneth about watching the second John Wick. The second John Wick. Because you had watched John Wick, the first one. Right. And then I... Didn't get to see John Wick 2 because I was living in BC and I was broke all the time. Bought it on Blu-ray, moved a million times, just never watched it. Yep. And then I did watch it before I watched the third movie. Yeah, which, of course, you would have had to. Yes. You would have absolutely had absolutely to. Absolutely had to. Because I would have fucking slapped you. Because they continue into each other. Unlike oh, yeah. the first movie. Yes, yes. So. So this is, and like, and I had been saying before, like, uh, I felt very much like John Wick was going to be like, like the Bourne trilogy for me. Right. You know, and when you watch the first movie, both first movies, it's very much like that, where they end in a way where... It could be the definitive That end. could be it, and you're like, okay, fine, yep. or it could carry on, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Whereas the two movies, the second and third, are linked, for sure. Like, you you watch the second one, and uh, you're like, okay, but there's got to be a third. There mm-hmm. has to be a third. And that's it. Yeah. Right? So, very much, very similar. The other thing that I really, really like about these two franchises so to speak is both of them are game changers they are they really are there hasn't been an action movie like the John Wick movies since the Bourne movies but even well, then uh, even then they have more they have more of that 80s 90s sorry 90s what I was going to say was in terms of the game changing but you're right like we have not seen just like up until Bourne we hadn't seen an action movie like the Bourne Identity no Nothing like that. And then we were flooded with them after that. And then we were flooded with them after that. Yeah. Whereas... But they're smart action movies, right? They're the Not s- all of them. Not all of them, but they were trying to be. Immediately, they were trying to copy that what formula. What you get was, like, you have the Born Identity. Yeah. And then you immediately, you get uh, Batman Begins, and you get uh, uh, Casino Royale. Yes. So those are the two biggest, uh, uh, not, I don't want to say pretenders, but... Uh, the, the, the biggest uh, movies influenced by Yeah, they're the, the biggest influenced by them, and yeah. they're also the best of the bunch. Yes. Okay, because they both of them employ the jump cuts yep. and rapid-fire cuts in the fight scenes. They yeah. all, both of them do that, uh, but they're the two that are really, really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, beca- especially because they feel like their own movie, even though they're inherently influenced by Born Identity. All right. Wow, you've been nailing the two sneezes only. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, Quantum of Solace, though, too much like the Bourne movie. Right. Right. You know. So overboard. 
Yeah, too much like it where you're just kind of like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. But anyway, uh, whereas uh, with John Wick, we've already seen similar style movies like in Atomic Blonde, granted, almost exactly the same studios for the most part. Yeah. Um, kind of like that Ray Judge Dredd scenario. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, but so now what we're seeing because of John Wick is we're seeing these long-form, almost single-shot or wide-shot fight scenes. So, they're still close up, they still employ cuts, but it's not as many rapid-fire cuts. Yeah, but I feel like this is like the start of these in North America. Because I feel like I've been watching these kind of fights for a while in other countries. In North Korean movies. The Raid? raid Right away, The Raid comes to mind. And I'm just like, The Raid is amazing. Yeah. 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 And then the second, even more so. You're right in America. You're right. It's definitely like bringing it to America. Uh, very much like uh, like The Matrix, same thing. Right. So three big franchises in America that changed the game, you know, because right can after I, The Matrix... Can I, can I give you some fun trivia for a moment? Please. Fun trivia? These three movies are directed by uh, Chad Stileski. Yeah, I know. He was also a stunt guy for yeah. Uh, yeah. The Matrix movies. Yeah. Literally, he's been trying Chad to get is this stunt movie. double, though. Yeah, he's been trying to get this movie done forever. He was also a stunt double in Constantine. That I didn't know, so you gave me some news on that one. All right. So, All so right. thank you. Hey, you're very welcome. Yeah, that worked out well where you're taking a big drink at the same time. Yeah. 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 All right, man. Well played, sir. Well played. Thank you. Okay. So, um, I am going to let you begin. Oh. All right. Well, I will start at the beginning. John Wick, one chapter one. Chapter one. Oh, this is just John Wick. This is straight up just, just John straight Wick. up John Wick. Straight up John Wick. Okay, so first off, Keanu Reeves is great. It's great to see him back. He, he hasn't gone anywhere, but I feel like what what's the term going around the internet right now? The the Keanu sense, the Keanu sense, like the Renaissance, the Renaissance, yeah, well, the, the Renaissance the, of there Keanu, was the reconnaissance, the reconnaissance, Matthew McConaughey's, right, right. Yeah, so I no, guess... we're getting the Keanu. I don't want to call it a ke- ke- canonicence, Keanuicence, or whatever. Yeah. That's a hard one to say, it, it's It's a tough one to say. I see it, and it's funny to read it, and then I try to pronounce it, and I'm just like, it's not happening. I don't necessarily see it so much like that, I guess, because, like, with Matthew McConaughey, I would say, yeah, that was a reconnaissance, because, like, he was literally churning out almost the exact same movie. Just, just burning garbage. Yeah, just like, uh, you know, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days and, like, uh, Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Like, yeah. those kind of rom-com movies yeah. where he's essentially playing the same character all yeah. the way through. And in most cases, he's playing Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. You know, and dialed up or dialed down for us. He's still just kind of very much himself. But then you get, like, in between those movies, you get, like, uh, like Sahara, mm-hmm. which should have way better than it did. Oh, that was so fun. Because that was a great movie. So fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. You know? Um... But yeah, so then all of a sudden he starts doing like he, I guess he kind of just. Oh, from what I understand is he looked like his public or his agent or whatever. He's like, what the fuck, man? Like I used to get all these awards and stuff, and people just think I was a great actor. And then his uh, apparently his agent was kind of like, hey, look, look at the fucking scripts for the last like ten years. Then what? You mm-hmm. know, because again, like this is the guy that was in Contact, and he was great. Uh, you know, and he was like, I always liked him. Mm-hmm. Never had an issue with him. You know, but then so that that I would see as a reconnaissance. I don't think Keanu's ever really done bad movies. 
No, but he kind of, he doesn't go away, but he kind of just, like, fades into the background for a while, right? Yeah. He, he had, like, But that, that's what I mean. Like, I guess that's the point I'm trying to make. He had speed and Johnny Mnemonic and all that, and then it kind of yeah. just faded. And then came back with the Matrix. Yeah, and then just Big kinda, time, and then kind of just to the background. Yeah. Again. Bill and Ted at the beginning. But I don't think that. he's ever really stopped, like, in between the Matrix and John Wick, he never really stopped making movies. No, he took a break for a while. He took a break and he returned with uh, that back-to-back of, uh, what was the number? Something Ronin? 47th Ronin. Yep. 47th Ronin, and then that one he directed. Oh. That, uh, I can't remember now. But he came back, because he kind of, he took a break. That's right, he did kind of, kind of took a break. But yeah, but since 47th Ronin, he has not stopped. No, at all. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so. So uh, John Wick, Ken is back. Awesome, loving it. The, uh, actually, okay, so I'll, I'll interject with a quickie. So, uh, when I heard about John Wick, um, it literally, like, I immediately was like, oh, okay, so it's another one of these, like, super old, retired assassin, special forces guy. Yeah. Who's the best of the best. He gets dragged into the one last mission. It's double-crossed. You're kind of like, oh, I guess Liam Neeson was busy. Yeah, I was kind of like, <laughs> like okay, because like, because Taken, I won't say that Taken was a game-changer. Taken was just another version like of, of that Bourne-style movie yeah. that was just really well done. Exactly, yeah. Um, but it had Liam Neeson, and he did a really good job with it. Mm-hmm. it Liam, and like, that's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't say that's a game-changer. But it was like, but then because of Taken, then you had like, what was it, The Gunman with... Uh, Sean, uh, Sean Penn. Was it the oh, gunman? yeah, The Gunman. Yeah, yeah or something and, like and other that. movies like that. Like, even Kevin Costner was in one, mm-hmm. uh, Three Days Dead or something like that. Yeah, Three Days to Kill. Three Days to Kill, that's yeah, right, that's yeah, right. So did. it just, and so I was kind of yeah, like... kind of had a bunch of those. I was like, oh, yeah. okay, I don't know. And I mean, like, you see the first poster. Poster looks awesome, mm-hmm. you know? But it wasn't until I saw the trailer where... The trailer was... But the scene that I'm talking about for me, the trailer part that really got me to want to see this movie was the scene where uh, Leguizamo's character, John Leguizamo's character, Trulio? Julio? Um, I got it here. Arulio. yes. So he is receiving a call from what you can only assume is the top head crime boss. Yep. And he goes, hey, I understand you hit my son. Mm -hmm. And he goes... Yeah, your son stole John Wick's car and killed his dog. Yeah. And the response is, click. Like, he doesn't go, oh, or you shouldn't, uh," he doesn't say anything, he just goes, and that, right away, I was like, huh. So then, when you see the fight scenes and stuff like that, you're like, okay, this is, this feels different. This doesn't feel like those other movies that I had listed, where you're just kind of like, I don't, I don't know. Now I'm like, okay, I kind of want to see this movie. Um, we, uh, my wife and I, we were just freshly moved in, so we had a month free of like movie channels. Mm-hmm. First movie I'd uh, recorded to watch forever, Man of Steel. Second one, hadn't even watched it, but I, I saw an extended trailer before it came like on the channel, John Wick. So I was like, yeah, fucking right, we'll watch this. Yeah. Instantly fell in love with this movie. Like, right away, Mm -hmm. there was, uh, like, just something about the opening moments where, like, he's with his wife. Yeah, it's very, 
it's a really like I don't know like a heartwarming beginning I guess I it's a not it's a heartwarming slash hard it's a weird way it's a weird way to start an action franchise oh big time big time that's uh Bridget Monaghan who yeah. I always love yeah she's always so um, great actress and the other thing I like too is like I think you're about half hour in before you actually get a fight scene. So again, like so, if we well, want yeah, because it's all talk, right? Like yeah. you hear, like John Wick did this, John Wick did that, John Wick, like like oh, beware of John Wick. But yeah, you're not seeing any of this. You're just seeing a guy drive around in his car with his puppy. That's right, exactly. Love and life. Well, actually, well, at that life. point, but, we don't we don't know John Wick really. Like aside from what we saw in the trailers, we don't really. It's only after that we start hearing about it. You know, we get a scene of him going in the shower, and you see the tattoos on his back, and you're just like, "Whoa, this guy was into some shit." Yeah, exactly. Like, who is this guy? Yeah, <laughs> what has this guy been doing? Yeah. When I saw that scene, it re- immediately reminded me of uh, what is that Viggo Mortensen movie? Oh yeah, uh, History of Violence. Yeah, no, not History no, of Violence. Not History. The uh, the one where he's the oh, Russian he... mobster. Oh, and Easter Naomi Promises. Watts. Yes, Easter Promises. Oh, yeah. That's oh, what, yeah. That was a good movie. Um, anyway, so, uh, but yeah, so, like, I got that vibe right away, and I'm like, oh, fuck, this guy's done some shit. Yeah. This guy's done some shit. But it's, uh, it is a really weird way to open it, because, so you have this, I'll say bittersweet moments with his wife, because you can tell they love each other. You know that she's sick, you know, she's dying, and then, of course, she dies. Yeah. And you're just like, holy shit, right? Because, again, like I was saying, like, we expect... The, or at least I expected the movie to be like former assassin special forces guy brought in for one last tour gets double crossed yeah because that's pretty much every fucking movie every single one every of them. single one of yeah. them um, in fact I think I literally just laid out the plot for the gunman and I've never watched the movie <laughs> <laughs> I did not want to see a roided out Sean Penn yeah uh, kill people I never watched it either I had there was just something it. about it was like well, that night, I think... And then I, I forgot about, like... I think at that point, I had already watched uh, both Takens and The Grey. Yeah. And I was already kind of like... I mean, like, the old guy, or what is it, what they call it, the octogenarian action star or something like that. <laughs> I was like, it, it works in small doses. Like, it worked with uh, with Liam Neeson, because you'd never seen him in that before, up until right. Batman Begins, right? right. Um, and it's kind of cool that that led into that, right? But also, it's it was the even he said himself. He's like, I didn't think it was gonna be. I just said, hey, pay me this much. They paid me that much. Yep. I did it, and it exploded. So he had some stinkers along the way too, though. In in that, like he's done like what, probably close to ten action movies. He had like a resurgence from Batman Begins on. He was like, and he was already what sixty when Taken was shot. Yeah, well, Taken Two isn't that great. Taken 2 isn't that great. Taken 3 is really not that great. No, Taken 3 is garbage. It's, it's bad. It's really bad. Um, but then again, we're also dealing with a guy who's also now even older. Yeah. So you have to edit around him as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Non-Stop was really good. I heard Non-Stop was really good. It was good. like Speed on a Plane. But there was the... Uh, in, no. Uh, amnesic, amnesia 1 or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one was um, all right. I didn't even care for that one. It was all right. I can't even think of the name. It had something to do with corn in it. Something about that movie. <laughs> all right. But anyway, let's not get too sidetracked. So, yeah. uh, you leave and corn. We're not that sidetracked. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. This is pretty much uh, a lateral move for yeah. us. 
But, uh, okay, so like so, I said, a weird way to open the movie. But the the second that you get this scene where the one uh, one guy goes, like, nice car type of thing, you're immediately like, oh. Oh, I forgot to mention, because we're falling in love with uh, John Wick and the dog. Yeah. We're falling in love with that. Beagle. And we're just like, oh, my God. Like, and we're also falling in love with him with the dog, because... Yeah. You, and that was beautiful. Yeah. His, his dead wife sends him a dog. Oh, my God. I was she like, doesn't oh. want him to be alone. I was like, man, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, especially because when you realize the life he had lived yeah. prior to her. So now this isn't just a dog. It's the last thing he ever received from his wife. Exactly. Ever. Exactly. So then it's, nice car, how much? And he goes, uh, it's not, I love that the guy says in Russian, he goes, uh, uh, calls him something about a bitch or something like that. Yeah. Calls him a bitch and he, and he goes, uh, this bitch is not for sale. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. all right. And then, uh, and then you get the home invasion. They fucking beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Kill the dog. And I was like, oh my god. Oh, I'm glad you oh didn't see god. it. But, I know. But the whole, you hear the cry, and then the next shot, like, fades black, yeah. and then it opens up, and you just see that blood trail. Yeah. Where the dog crawled itself to him. And it's, oh, man. I was like, oh I'm, my god. I'm getting oh teary-eyed just thinking about it. And, and, like, I'm a guy that, like, when a dog is... Or an animal in general is going to be killed. I, gen- I generally don't like the movie because of that. Yeah. But I've said in the past that it's this is different because of what he does because they killed his dog. Yeah. You know? And I always kind of like, uh, they, they still think it's about the car and the dog. It's about the dog. Yeah. The dog was like you said, and like we all know, it's that last yeah. thing that he had of his wife yeah. that he could have right. stayed out of. He loved the car, but the car was a thing. Yeah. Exactly. You know? You know? You took his his wife from him. But, I mean, so then, uh, like, for me, it, it, from there, it just goes fucking crazy. Like, it just oh, yeah. ramps up. Just, like, you got the one... Michael Nyquist as Vigo, the bad, main bad guy. He calls in all these these guys. Before that, before that, I'm talking, like, when the kid shows up at uh, Arulio's uh, chop shop. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> Look at this. Yeah. Look at this. And, and he's right, just and like... Right away, like, like, where'd you get that car? Yeah, where'd they get that car? Oh, some fucking dude. And he's and, like, yeah, who, uh, where'd you get the car? And, yeah. and he's just like... <laughs> he's just like, I don't know, some guy? I killed his dog, too. He's like, oh, oh a tough guy here. You killed his dog. Yeah. Punches him. Yeah. And you you know that this is a douchebag kid. You know yeah. he's uh, like a big shot of some sort. You don't realize until you watch the movie, but you're like, there's something. He's part of something. Yeah. So for him to... like, he, Oh, no, he says, like, yeah... You, one of my father hears this or whatever, and he's like, okay, fine. Yeah. Fine. You whatever. Know? And then you get that awesome scene where he goes, he stole John Wick's car and killed his dog. Mm-hmm. Oh. Click. Is, does he say I think oh? he says, oh. Yeah, the, he says, oh, oh. That's right. In the Click. trailer, he doesn't do that, but in the right. movie, he says, oh. And oh. it's just like, that's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Then, now we start to hear about him. Yeah. Now we hear, it's like, because uh, he says Baba Yaga, and he's like, nah, it's the boogeyman. He's like, no. John Wick is who you send to kill the boogeyman. He's like pure will. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like pure, 100% focus, pure will. I once saw him kill three men in a bar with a pencil. A fucking pencil. And you're just like, holy shit. Like they're really talking him up. And normally I'll complain when directors talk. When they say something is really cool instead of showing it. Because it's always it's better to show than tell. Right? Mm-hmm. This one, I'm glad that they sat there and said, no, 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 like, the things he did to get out, 
laid the foundation for an organization that we still benefit from today. It's like, holy fuck. And this is while they're, he's saying this, John Wick is sledgehammering his basement yeah. to get to his secret uh, cache yeah. of money and guns. Gold coins. The gold coins. And like, and I remember right away looking at the gold coins and I was like, that's interesting to have gold coins. Like, yeah. you had gold bars. Yeah. You had guns. And I was like, but the gold coins. I was like, that's interesting. Um, but up until this point, this is a standard movie set in what we feel is the real world. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, of course, you know, dad's got to do something. I love that he beats the fuck out of his son, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> beats the shit out of him yeah. and he's just like, you fucking you killed his dog. Yeah. Well, you know what he's gonna do. He's gonna come and kill you. His dad said that to him, right? That yeah. was the last thing he ever got from his wife, or something. Yeah, that's what he says. Yeah. He's like, so he, like the whole reason he got out was for her, and she died, and that was the last thing he she gave him, mm-hmm. and you took that from him. And he's basically kind of like, like, you're dead. Like I, I can't really like this yeah. is John fucking Wick. Yeah, I'll do what I can, but. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably gonna fucking die. <laughs> I'll send in guys. Like they won't return. <laughs> I'm gonna be sending a ton of guys that are gonna die. Yeah. Hopefully enough, we'll get lucky and you won't die. But you're probably dead. Yeah. Um. And then that fight scene in the house, like that, that fight first scene, scene, sets the tone. Yeah. That's incredible. Finishes every guy with a headshot. Boom! 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 boom double boom, taps. Double boom. taps. A yeah. lot of double taps. But even just the what struck me. Right away, and, and even this is, like, different from movies like The Raid and stuff. Yeah, that long-style shots. Yeah. yeah, very much influenced by the Eastern... Uh, oh, big time. Yeah. Big time. Which, you know, I mean, like, Keanu... What was it, The Man it. From Nowhere, where you had that one yes. side cam shot of him running out the window? Yep. And jumps out, and it lands with him as he's landing? And your stomach's just like, whoa! And uh, what was the other one there? Viol- Violetta? There was that chick action flick recently... Uh, I can't. Vendetta or something like that. I can't remember what it was. I I I, mes- I mentioned it to you, and I thought it was really good. And they had a couple of long stop, long shots like that. Oh, fuck yeah! What was you know that? what I'm talking about, yeah. Now, right? Yeah, 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 really good. That was really good. But they had a lot of shots like that too. Yeah. But anyway, um, so we see these like long shots, and remember, like I said, we're uh, we have not gotten past a point where we're having like multiple cuts in a fight scene. Mm-hmm. So now we're seeing dragged-out fight scenes with small cuts here and there, but they're still largely, like, open fight scenes, and some of these are incredible. Like, he's doing judo takedowns, mm-hmm. rolling with them, he's got this guy pinned down, then it's, like, chest, head, head, then head, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And they're brutal. They don't shy away from anything. No. Like, it's a lot of just, like, oh, oh, God, oh, God. And he lays out everybody that's trying to kill him in his house, yeah. Cops show up, and I'm like, holy fuck. How the fuck is he going to get out of this one? Hey, John, and you then it's uh, just working like, again? <laughs> opens the door, there's like bodies and blood and stuff, and yeah. he looks like he's just got his ass kicked. It's yeah. like, hey, John, uh, did I complain about the noise or something like that? And he goes, uh, sorry, or something to that yeah. effect. And he goes, uh, just leans in, and I'm like, what is happening? And he goes, uh, hey, uh, John, you working again? I think he says uh, something like that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Something like that. He goes... Because he doesn't say he's back until yeah, later on. Yeah, that's so right. People keep 
asking me if I'm back. Yeah. Yeah, you know I what? think I'm back. Yeah, I think I'm back. I'm yeah. like, yeah, that, that piano, he was like, delivery. But yeah. uh, I just love that he goes, uh, something like that. He goes, okay, all right. And then uh, with the calls the cleaners. No, orders takeout. That's right. Orders to take out. Orders take out. Yeah. And, and then, then the they come show. in. Yeah. And the cleaners show up. And it's, uh, what's his face from The Crow? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, T-Bird? Was it T-Bird? Mm-hmm. Fire it up. Yeah. Fire it up. He's the head guy. Yeah. yeah T-Bird. Um, which I always, I geek out when I see those. <laughs> All those actors. Every one of them I see in that yeah. movie. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, you're still doing this. This is great. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I was like, what kind of, like, this is weird, right? And then immediately, he goes from his house to the Continental. So, now we're getting a, a lore to this movie. Yeah, it's opening up this whole friggin' mythology. So You're like, like wow. Okay. In a half an hour, we've established that John Wick is this fucking badass. Okay? Yeah. Then, in about six to ten minutes, we see that he's a fucking badass. Yep. And then we get an interesting look at this world that he lives in, mm-hmm. which could almost be like the world we live in, just in that seedy underbelly. But yeah, like I said, the second he, uh, the cop was like, huh? All right, carry on. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> like, what? The cleaners show up. You're like, well, this is crazy. But then it's the Continental where I go, this is it. This is crazy cool. You know, the a extra hotel twist. For, for killers where you can't kill on the ground. Yeah. There's no uh, no conducting business on no the conducting Continental. No conducting business. Yeah. On the Continental, on the, yeah, on the Continental ground. So, and I was like, man, that's really cool. And so then you introduce, well, now we've got the other people that are working for the crime boss. Yeah. Right? yeah. Now, and that was really interesting, too, because, like, they're all kind of like, well, I mean, like, I don't want my son to die, um, but he's probably going to, but they do whatever they can, and we got yeah. Willem Dafoe. Yeah, and you know what? Every time I rewatch the first one, I, I always forget that Defoe's in it. And then when he pops on the screen, I was like, oh, yeah, Defoe's yeah, exactly. in this movie. And, uh, right, yeah, he's the sniper. I know, and I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah. And, uh, but so now you get that fight scene, and you're just like, okay, so fuck, like, what's gonna happen next, right? And then it's just, you get a bit more story from the continental aspect, but even just when you get, uh, oh, what's her name? From the Orville. Uh, what, Adrienne pa- yes. uh, Pelecki? Yeah, yeah. I always like her acting. She also actually just got married to her Orville co-star. Oh. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Congratulations when you'll never see this. Yeah. Although, uh, The Orville is an amazing show. Yeah, still haven't seen it. To be honest with you, I actually almost didn't give it a shot because I was like, uh, I don't know, Seth Farland, Seth MacFarlane doing his take on Star Trek, like, I mean, maybe as a movie, I watched it, and I think it was the second episode in, they, they touch upon some heavy, heavy shit. I heard that. There's bits. There's McFarlane, uh, Seth McFarlane stuff in and around that show. Yeah. But they actually hit some heavy beats in it. And I was like, holy shit. So now I'm like, I'm excited for the third season. So anyway, a little bit of a tangent, timestamp. But uh, yeah, so, but then we get that awesome fight scene between uh, her and John Wick. And he's fucked up. Like, he's still kind of healing from the beating he took in his own house. And she's, like, going for it and everything. And I was just like... Well, she fought him, though, after he went to the nightclub. 
Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry. So that's yes. why he's so beat that's up. That's right. I, but he I gets to the, the nightclub. I forgot about the nightclub. But hold on a second. I want to say real quick. I love the uh, the tailored suit aspect. Yeah. Oh. I yeah. thought that was really cool. That's really cool. And like uh, even the fact that it's armored, I was like, what the fuck? Like yeah. that's a really cool take. Yeah, you're right. I was getting my order mixed up. With yeah. The nightclub. So that's why he was really beat up because he takes a beating at that nightclub. So it comes down on his heart, but. Is Kevin Nash is outside. I, he, goes I up be, he goes up behind him. Yep. And he goes, uh, I think you should take the rest of the night off. And he says, thank you, Mr. Wick. I know. And he leaves. But it's, and so like, that's another aspect too, where yeah. it's just like, um, just that extra added bit where now you see like, yeah, he's a, he's a fucking elite killer. Yeah. But he's also like, he's giving people opportunities. Yeah. He gave Nash an opportunity to walk away and he goes, I love, the, I love that he goes, thank you, Mr. Wick. Yeah. Out, out, gone, and you're going like, home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, live to fight another day. Yeah. But it would be nice to see you in the second or third one, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, hey, it looks like they're going to keep going forever. So. Yeah, well. <clears throat> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, um, so, yeah, and then you get that awesome that awesome nightclub fight. But here's the other thing that I love Shootout, ab- yeah. about uh, the movie, too, is the color palette. The blues and the pinks. And, and, and the largely, like, almost neon, almost, like, Blade Runner-esque look to the city, to the fight scenes, like, um, and you saw bits of it in Atomic Blonde, but, like, this, that nightclub scene was fucking amazing. Yeah. And, because, especially because I'm like, well, yeah, of course they're going to top the house scene. Yeah. Of course they're going to top that. But I didn't think they were going to just, like, literally smash it. That was such a great fight scene. Mm-hmm. You know, and another thing that I, I loved is it's hand to hand combat with guns. Yeah. And for a guy like for for you and me, like we're probably one of the few people in the entire universe that has watched Equilibrium. Mm-hmm. Very much, I was like, man, gun fu. This is like gun gun fu to the next level. Yeah. You know, although Equilibrium was awesome. Yeah. It was literally just like shoot you, so that I can shoot this guy, shoot that guy, shoot this guy, and then while I'm moving. I'm going to dodge every single bullet. I was like, this is fucking awesome. This is great. At least here, they know it's okay. He's yeah. going to get hit. He's going to take hits. He's going to get shot at. However, he's got clothes, the armored clothes on. His yeah. armored clothes. His actual ability, like, oh, man, that nightclub scene is fucking crazy. I think what I'm going to do is after this, I'm going to go home, probably watch John Wick again. Probably watch John Wick. And then tomorrow, yeah. probably watch John Wick too. Yeah, see, I, wa- I rewatched both of them right before the third. I wanted to be yeah. fresh. <clears throat> yeah. And same with Adrian. She came with me to watch the third, and she she forgets. She well, they don't. Movies aren't as special to her as to me, so she kind of just. Michelle like, is the same way. So like for her, I got more important just, things to keep in my memory bank, which is fine because I'm yeah. not putting that important shit in mine. I'm That's thinking right. about my movies. Thank you for keeping up with that, our lovely wives. <laughs> yes. because we're not. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, the nightclub scene was awesome. Absolutely awesome. Yeah. But uh, the one part where I actually was like, I don't know how he's gonna get out of this because. They, they have Willem Dafoe in and around the outskirts, right? Mm-hmm. You know he's a sniper. Yep. You know that. You know he's got a soft spot for John. Yeah. Um, well, even the, the uh, they, when they introduce Ian McShane's character, Winston, like yeah, right away. Yeah, he's got a soft spot. Yeah, okay, all right, okay, cool. And uh, you know what I love, too, is that like we talk about, uh, a lot of people talk about a lot of the, the superhero movies as being characterless. They don't really have characters. They play character types. And then it's just them in these big, huge, crazy scenes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, these every one of these characters are characters. You know what I mean? Yep. And within seconds, you get a feel for their character, and you kind of go, "Okay, this is what that person's going to do," right? Which is really, really smart and well done. Like 
this is very much like the Bourne movies in the sense that it is one of the best written off-the-wall action movies. Yeah. You know, the premise is simple. The characters aren't. They're human beings, and they're all living in this weirdly interesting world. And they're all just, like, incredible. Like, like the reason why I think uh, John Wick works so well is the same reason why Bourne works so well is that he's fighting guys that are in and around the same level as him. Yep. So any one of these people can kill him, and he gets beat up. Like, the nightclub scene, like, he's fucked up. Oh, he yeah. has to be repaired. He's bleeding, and, and you yeah. Know? He's drinking booze. Gets that floor hard. Pin, uh, pills and everything. Yep. Like, you know, like, he's fucked up. And the same with Bourne, like, you, there was times where you felt like Bourne was either just that much better yep. or got lucky. Yeah. Which is like, oh, wow, you know? And it's, I think, why I uh, really enjoy the last string of Mission Impossible movies because they've gotten away from Ethan Hunt being a superhero, unstoppable, yeah. to actually being like, he could fucking die at any just point in time. Lucky. You know? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, and it. It did start with Ghost Protocol, even though it's not one of my favorites, but it did definitely start there yep. and then ramped up with the last two. So I like that. I love that these are not 80s Schwarzenegger or Stallone types where it's just like, sure, I will take out a million people and not get hit once, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. but yeah, okay, so then getting to that scene where, uh, <clears throat> where she's beating the fuck out of him in his hotel room. Oh, hard. Just gross, too. Like, yeah. she was... She was great in it, though. For somebody that doesn't play bad girls that often that I've seen, she was great. Like, I hated her instantly. Yeah. Oh, instantly, yeah. I was like, God, you're hot. You, I fucking hate you, though. Perkins. <sighs> that was a great fight. That was a great fight. And the whole time, the foes were watching her. Yeah. Yeah. Because she kills, uh... No, that's later. That's yeah. Because Richard Roundtree's in there, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Little, little yeah, motherfucker. Little appearance. Yeah. But... It, he was Shaft, right? He was Shaft. Yeah, that's right. The that, original it is, Shaft. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, oh, don't even forget. I got to talk about Shaft, actually. But anyway. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so you have that scene where, like, she's she's broken the rules. She's conducting business on Continental Ground. Yep. But I love when he beats the fuck out of her, takes her out into the hall, <laughs> and calls <laughs> for a uh, pickup. Yeah. Because there's a complaint about the, the noise, right? And he's just like, yeah, I need a pickup or something. And then... Roundtree is just like, uh, you want to end with anything? And he flips him a coin and goes, you want to watch her? <laughs> yeah. You know? And I was like, oh, man, that's so cool. Um, but then we get to the, the daytime scene where, like, now he's got the high-powered, like, semi-automatic. Yep. And he's taking on these guys in the daytime. And I was like, man, this is just visually awesome because... He's jumping up on the, on the hoods of the cars. And just... Yeah, but, like, it's in the middle of the day, so you get the awesome... Uh, afternoon light mm-hmm. so it's a contrast from the nighttime with the blues and the reds and the yep. neon like stuff which i love but this was like it's almost grittier because it's in the daylight right and then they they capture him like they fucking grab him they tie him up they put the bag on his head i was right, like because he got hit by that car yeah he went, flying. And, he, and he was <laughs> fucked i was like holy shit how does he get out of this then the snipers hit and i was like Oh, Willem Dafoe! The fun to the right. rescue again. All right. This yeah. is great. So good. And uh, it's at that point that the movie kind of dips a bit because, of course... Yeah, you got a little bit of slowdown now. Yeah. Uh, 
the uh, I love this. The, uh, the kills everyone. Kills everyone. I love that stealth bit though. When they're playing the video games, protecting the game. Well, they're supposed to be protecting him, right? And it's just like, yep. And they can't hear take shit. Take them all out. They take them all out, and then at the last second, he takes him out. And I was like, oh, yeah. So you're like, okay, well, it's obviously not done. Yeah, because he's v- done. Because he gets Vigo, and he's like, tell me where your son is. He's like, ah, not. No, yeah, and then and he, he does. He does it. But I love that yeah. slow scene where he does it, and as he's his like the whole crew is getting killed, he's rolling up a joint. Yeah. Lighting the joint, smoking it, and then it's just like. Son killed. Yep, my son is dead. Yep, and I mean, and that could have been it for him. Like he was free. Like, it could have. John was letting him go, but then he just he couldn't leave it alone. He had to. Killing he had alone. to. He had to. To go be fair, after Defoe, Worm would have got out. Yeah. That he got his son killed. Yeah. And yeah, sure, that's gonna make you look like a bit of a badass. Yeah. But that's also gonna have people going. Yeah, I think we can fucking knock him off his perch, right? Yeah. The uh, the second that he meets with Defoe, though, I was like, "Oh, you're dead. Yeah. You're dead." But the only uh, the only real negative is the last fight scene with John Wick versus Vigo. Okay. And the only reason for that is because I didn't feel well. They didn't do anything to make you think that Vigo could physically match up with yeah. John Wick. Yeah. You know. Like with uh, uh, Perkins, she's in the same line of work as him. Mm-hmm. She doesn't give a fuck about the rules. Her fight with him was gross. You could have seen him lose to her. You'd be pissed, obviously, because yeah. it, it would make for a terrible movie. But yeah. you'd be, you wouldn't be like, that makes no fucking sense. Whereas in this one, I mean, sure, like, Wick is still beat up. Like, yeah. He still beat the fuck up, okay? But it's, I was just kind of like, ah. I, it was almost like, the, I felt like they dragged it a little bit too long. If it would have been like a, a, like maybe got a couple of quick hits, and then it was just like, boof, over. Yeah. Then then I might not have griped as much. But that was that was the only thing. The only thing. But I do like, uh, my favorite part though, one of my favorite parts, is the bookend. Because it starts it when starts he's dying. It starts with him dying, yeah. You know, and you're like, Holy fuck! And then it picks up to him dying again, and he busts into the pound. Yeah. As soon as he busts into the pound, I'm like, he's getting another fucking dog. He gets another dog. He's getting another fucking dog. uh, He gets a fucking like a pit bull. Pit bull dog. Chocolate brown pit bull. Adorable looking. Looks adorable. Adorable. You know what his name is? Good boy. Good boy. That's amazing. Yeah. As soon as he grabbed that dog, I was like, oh, this is great. This is great. And and that's it. So we wrap up. One of the best action flicks in recent memory. For mm-hmm. me, like, since... Well, since Skyfall, I would say. Skyfall is one of the best action flicks I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, American. 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 American action flicks. Oh, American action flicks. Yeah, okay. that's what I mean. I thought you were talking about the American with George Clooney. <laughs> that was garbage. That wasn't very good. That was not very good at all. No. Uh... And I watched it wanting to like it. <laughs> yeah, same here. Same here. I was like, it's got a cool poster out. The other thing I didn't like, that. one of the things I didn't like the most about the, the American was they actually made it sound like it was this beautifully shot movie. It wasn't. It wasn't. And there was nothing that I was like, wow. I found it ultimately boring, and I found that the end kind of just like left me going, eh, okay. Uh, it was boring for one. They did absolutely nothing to make me care about any of these characters. Yeah. At all. Like, 
uh, on like we'll use the Born Identity for instance. I'm the guy that when when you said uh, oh Matt Damon's in an action movie, I was like, okay, yeah. Gives a shit. Matt Damon. You know? Yeah. And then I watched the movie, and like I said in the previous camcast, I didn't really get it at first. You know? I was expecting, like, wall-to-wall action, and when I didn't get that, I didn't expect it. So I was like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about, Ken. It's not that good. Right. And plus, it came out the same summer when he was doing that competing thing with Ben Affleck with Some of All Fears. Yeah. So I was comparing the two of them. Yeah. In which case, I went, oh, Some of All Fears is better. And it was. Yeah. At the time. At the time. And but then, now, then, but then I watched The Born of Supremacy. Once I, and I was old enough, and I was in martial arts at the time, so when I watched Born of Supremacy, I'm like, and I rewatched Born of And then I was like, you're dumb, Chris. Yeah. You are dumb. You're dumb. So, um, but it, as an example, so if we compare the American to the Born Identity, Born Identity is beautifully shot. Yes. Those long shots of, uh, like, Paris and Berlin and all these other like not even like tourist spots because like uh, what's his face the director um, uh, Gilroy Gilroy Tony Gilroy <clears throat> no he was a script writer writer director is oh, fuck six what's edge it? of tomorrow yeah. director uh, edge 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 Doug Lyman. Yeah, Doug Lyman. So Doug Lyman actually said, like, I wanted to show different parts of Europe that we don't normally see, mm-hmm. but still have beautiful shots. And I'm yeah. like, they're beautiful. Mexico. Uh, the American? Not so much. Yeah. Boring. Boring, boring, boring. Nothing boring about John Wick. And even though, like I was saying, like, at the last fight scene, the last boss fight was a bit of a letdown. In the sense, not a letdown, but in the sense that I was just kind of like, yeah, but I don't believe it. I don't believe that this guy could kill him. Yeah. That's the only But I also thing. believe, like, like all the sub-bosses were the real bosses of the movie. He was just a little bitch at the end of the road. Yeah, yeah, no. The, the, John knocked right. them all off. Yeah, that's true. No, it's very true. That's Got very to the true. prize. Got to the prize, yeah. Who he was going to let go. Yeah, no, I know. I but know, then you I killed Willem Dafoe. That's just like, well, Don't God, kill Willem Dafoe. Yeah, don't ever kill Willem Dafoe. Leave him alone. Yeah, just leave him alone. Uh, the entire cast is amazing. Ian McShane, Lance Reddick. As uh, Charon, the concierge at, at the concierge. Who club. is not even British. Not even British. I saw that guy on the TV show Fringe, and I've loved him ever since. Never watched Fringe. Oh, I know. So I know. I've heard. I've so heard. good. Um, the music. Tyler Bates and, and Joel J. Richard. I don't know who that guy is, but Tyler Bates I've always loved. Yeah. He, he's done Guardians. Guardians 1 and all, 2. All of James Gunn's yeah. movies. I love his music. The but the fact, the fact that he used Marilyn Manson's Killing Strangers as, like, a theme throughout the movie, it was such a great theme. Like, when, when John's driving over the bridge and they got that Killing Strangers playing, I was just like, oh, this is yeah. really good. And for, like, a Manson fan, like, for myself, like, yeah. not too many people know I'm a Manson fan, but I am. I'm yeah. a Manson fan. Not only am I a Manson fan, but I also respect him as an artist. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, you might not visually find him, you might be freaked out by him, yeah. but that guy pushes the boundaries and he makes music. Yeah. But great, great music. But, but man, like... His stuff today is like almost Alice Cooperish. ish Everything so well written. about this movie from top to bottom is so well done. Yeah. You know? And uh, it's a shame that The Equalizer made more money than this movie. That was a bet I, I love lost. The Equalizer. That was a bit I lost, actually. I, I right? love The Equalizer. Equalizer, the first Equalizer was good. I still haven't seen the sequel. 
I haven't either. I don't think I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'm, I'm going to watch it. I, uh, you know what? I might if it shows up on Netflix. I'm not going to go out of my way. But you know what? The, the only thing the two movies have in common is they came out the same summer. They yeah. are totally different movies. Yes. Um. Yeah, very much so. But yeah. the, the one thing I will say, though, is I think it'll depend on the order because I watched John Wick first. And I watched Equalizer first. Exactly. And there it is. Yeah, and that's it right there. Whereas I think if I would have watched Equalizer first, I might have been... I might. But now I now I've bumped John Wick. I, I enjoy John Wick a little bit more, I think. Well, because I've watched well, the, I Equalizer still love the Equalizer since. I've watched the Equalizer since, and I still like it. Yeah. But I don't have that... Uh, like feeling of just like like now I feel like I could take out three guys at a bar with a fucking pencil. Yeah. A fucking pencil. Fucking pencil. You know what I mean? I feel like you know how you say like the ending of John Wick was kind of let down? I feel like the ending of Equalizer was its big moment. Yes. So Equalizer was kind of had yes, a slow I throughout agree. and then they had that yeah. big moment with the killer music playing. Yeah. Strolling it's through epic. the fucking uh, epic, using everything in this hardware store as a weapon. The hardware's a uh, uh, fire stuff. The yeah. uh, sprinkler system is yeah. working. I was just like, man, that just looks visually cool. You're visually right. Visually amazing. You're right. So whereas Wick, like the whole movie is just balls to the wall, insane, and then you get that ending where you just it doesn't live up to what you were expecting. Well, just the boss fight because the ending is amazing. Yeah. But the ending with the dog is amazing because you're like, yeah, I yes. Know. I know. And then he walks away with the dog. And, yeah. And the seri- the movie could have ended in that exactly. Been and like, and then that's where the comparison for the board yeah. again, the same thing. It could have ended there. Him walking off into the night. But Wick made money. Wick made money. Equalizer made more money. Yes. But Wick was made on a lower budget. Yeah. So technically, Kinda in the end... Evens, I think it's yeah, probably about the same. I think it's probably the same. Probably about the same. Yeah. Um, however, it's the feedback for John Wick. Yeah. Because, like I said, like... It got a huge fan following. Well... All these young people are, are finally realizing Keanu Reeves. Yeah. We're talking kids that were born in the late 90s. They weren't, they weren't around for the Matrix and they Speed, Speed. And, and Point they Break. They might have been around for the Matrix if they're born in the nineties. They'd be young, young though, still. not watching it probably. Yeah, still, but even like even for for me, it was just it's one of those where I was just like, Jesus yeah. fucking Christ, because everything in this it's fleshed out. Yeah, everything is thought about. It's like there's a purpose to every single thing in this movie, and you don't see that very often. Especially in action movies, you don't see that very often. Yeah. You see that, like, like I, I said, the Matrix. You saw that in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. You saw that in the Bourne movies. You saw that in the good Daniel Craig <laughs> Bond movies. Every you know? second movie. Yeah. Exactly. You are. You see that in the last stretch of the Mission Impossible movies. Mm-hmm. But like, so like I was saying, now like, because we've got uh, we had so much of the Bourne uh, identity stuff. Now we're seeing. Uh, John Wick's influence in other movies. Like, you're seeing long shots. Well, you saw them in Mission Impossible, the most recent one, Fallout. Mm-hmm. Long shots. Do you think that was due to John Wick? I think it had something to do with John Wick. Yes, yeah. very much so. Because yeah. even in Rogue Nation, Rogue Nation, you saw more wide shots. Less. I feel like Tom Cruise is really good at looking at what's popular. We, right yeah, now. you've said that before. I'm going, too. I like that. I'm going to yeah. try that. Exactly. But I feel like uh, it's kind of the same idea with the. Uh, Goldeneye and Sky... Or no, uh, sorry. Casino Royale and Skyfall, where they took the best parts of the born identity, born supremacy type of action style, mm-hmm. and even that sort of gritty uh, back-to-basics type concept, and then just put 
uh, made Bond around it. Yeah. And made it really, really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure, the writer strike uh, was a problem for Quantum of Solace. It was a big problem. But like I said, they went too far into the Bourne-like stuff, mm-hmm. where it felt less like a Bond movie. Yep. But then you get Skyfall, and now you've got Skyfall, which, which is a mash of James Bond, the Bourne movies, and uh, The Dark Knight. Yep. And it just was amazing. So I think you're right with Tom Cruise, where he's looking at it and goes, okay, alright, because like, Every one of his Mission Impossible movies are almost like a snap of that time period, mm-hmm. but like almost the best of that time period. Like even though I don't like, I don't look at uh, Mission Impossible two as fondly as I did. It's very much the best of that style of exactly. movie in that time period. Went, so you're oh, very right, John Woo. I want to give this guy a shot. Yeah, and I think I I, I like it. Tom Cruise is going what's popular right now because I want to make a lot of money off my next movie. Tom Cruise loves movies. Yes, exactly. He sees a movie, exactly. he goes, what's popular? Oh, this. And he'll watch it and he'll go, oh, that's awesome. I feel like not only does he watch that, yeah. but he will say, okay, but what are the movies that influence that? Mm-hmm. And then watch those. And he'll go back. I feel like he, he would. does yeah. his homework. He does. He, uh, it's like, it's, it's, it's like, uh, well, when I started getting into drones, mm-hmm. you know, I started looking at uh, Trey Cool. And uh, Dave Grohl and stuff like that, and I was like, okay, these guys are good, and then I really like them. Um, and then it was when I got into high school, it was Pantera, and I was like, I really loved uh, Vinnie Paul on the drums, rest in peace. But I, in an interview, he goes, I just wanted to be like uh, you know Neil Peart mm-hmm. from Rush, and then I was like, okay, checked out Neil Peart from Rush, and Neil Peart was like, I just wanted to be like Buddy Rich, yeah. so checked out Buddy Rich. And then, like, from there, you start looking at all the drummers in that era, so, like, Gene Krupa and stuff like that. So now I look at it and go, like, fuck, I should do that more often. It's just, like, just study and study and study. Because, but, uh, yeah, I feel that way about Tom Cruise. Um, so I think, yeah, it has a lot to do with John Wick. I, I think it also has a lot to do with him being a fan mm-hmm. and just kind of taking it and doing his own spin on it. Yep. Because I don't feel like he's copying by any means. Just like I didn't feel like uh, Casino Royale or Batman Begins were copying, they just they had people that were like, "This works, this works, yeah. let's do this with that." Anyway, um, I don't have anything else to say about John Wick. I'm I'm on the John Wick too. Other than it's fucking amazing. John Wick is amazing, absolutely amazing. Now John Wick two, I've only seen once, and it's really fresh because I just watched it. Yeah, I just watched it for the first time. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm gonna let really you go again too. I'm gonna let you go again really, too. Really sad. Uh, same creative team is back on this. Same yep. writer, same director. Yep. Um, Ken is back, obviously, and we What's, got. What is sad though? You're saying it's really sad. What's sad? That you've only watched it once? I thought I've only watched it once. It is sad. It is sad. It saddens me. Actually, you know what? I look at those two years in BC, and it, it it upsets me that I fell back behind on my movies so much. Yeah, but because I couldn't afford it. But I love movies. Oh. You know how much I love them. I you, bleed you movies. Both, you and I both love movies. Yeah. You love movies more than me. It's close. It, it is close. It is close. But I was you do love raised movies. on movies. Like, my, my uncle had a video store. I would get all the video catalogs, VHSs. Yeah. 130 bucks for a VHS. <laughs> I, I learned about all this. Passenger 57, Wesley Snipes. Yep. Oh, that looks cool. Yep. I was watching Under Siege with my dad when I was 10. I was in the same. I was in the same. By the way, Steven Seagal was almost Batman. Did you read that article the other day? Yeah. What? The producers of '89 Batman wanted Steven Seagal to play him before Michael Keaton came on. Oh. We almost had Steven Seagal as Batman. 
That yeah. would have been so god-awfully yeah. terrible. Could you imagine Bruce Wayne oh, with a fucking ponytail? Can you imagine? Oh. oh, we almost, almost oh. had that. If that was the case, we wouldn't be celebrating its anniversary this year. No, we would definitely <laughs> not. Or I think we would, but it would just be kind of like, well, it's, it's a Batman movie. Yeah. Then again, I also don't think it would have kick-started a franchise. Unless they recast immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a, that was almost a thing. But then again, we almost had uh, what was it? It was almost Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone as Jason Bourne. Yeah, that's right. But both of them didn't get it. Like they were just like, no, I don't. Not enough action. Not yeah, like I don't. Not, I can't. Who do wants this. to watch this shit? And then so they kind of just went like, well, uh, hey, Matt Damon, you wanna? Yeah, we've run out of people. Wanna read for this movie? Yeah. But anyway. So, so John Wick Chapter 2. John Wick Chapter 2. Timestamp. Timestamp. Boom. Um, so we kind of opened, like, the, the, the first movie wrapped. There was no continuation, like, the second into the third. Yeah, there was no indication yeah. that there was going to be a second. Right. So then we get this introduction to this Ricardo Scamarillo as Santino D'Antonio. Right? Yep. He's got this blood oath marker. John owes him. Right? Hold on. That how is that how it opens? Um well it opens with him getting his fucking car back and killing seminal bad guy. Right. Seminal Euro trash bad guy. Right, right. Uh right. what's that fuck's his name? Peter Stur- Peter Stormer. Yeah. Does he kill him though? I don't think he killed him. I think he let him go. He lets him go. He lets him live. He lets him live. He lets him live. Yeah, because he's just like here's your keys. They, they share a drink. Right. That is an amazing start. I totally forgot about that. I know you did. Because I was, I was that going right into amazing. like... That, because it's, because now... He's stalking them with cars. He's stalking them with cars. Yeah. And he's killing them with his car. With his car. With guns. Yeah. With his body. His car is getting destroyed. It's like, you literally take everything that you've gotten from the first movie, then add a fucking car into it. Mm-hmm. And he's laying everybody out with his fucking car, destroys the fucking car. Well, that's the thing with the John Wick movies. Like, they gotta step it up every time. Like, but, it's getting crazy Yeah, now. but if they... <laughs> even if they didn't start out with that sequence, yeah. I still would've been like, this is fucking amazing! Yeah. But the first 15 minutes is just this balls-out action scene. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like you almost feel like, okay, but how can they top that? Yeah. I don't even ask that question now. No, I don't even ask that can't. anymore because I'm just like just, they'll top it. I'm expecting they'll fucking it. Top I'm it. expecting. There's it. no way they won't top. So right, you get that awesome scene. So but I even like that scene where he's just like, uh, he's like all of this for a fucking dog. Yeah. And he just kind of you know strolls in and he like they share the drink and he's just like, ugh. He's the only one that lives. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, I think he's the only one he, that lives. He walk, yeah. You know, yeah, that's John right. John walks away. He he lets him live. That's right. Because he goes, he's seeing you. He's seeing you. Mm. No. See you around. Yeah. It's see you around. That's what it is. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. So now he now he's back at the house. He's playing with his dog. Yep. Which yeah. Is, which is a dog. Yep. He just calls it dog. Good boy. No, it's good boy. <laughs> I think he calls it dog. Doesn't doesn't. Uh, first one. First one's dog. So no. it's good boy. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that. Okay. That he broke it once. Uh, Sharon at the Continental when John leaves. It, Dog with him. I'm pretty sure he says, "What's his name?" And he goes, "Dog." Okay. All right. So, anyways, we get introduced to this Santino. Right off the bat, I don't like the dude. 
I don't like him, and I don't... I will say that out of the trilogy, he's my least favorite villain. I just wasn't feeling it. Jackie dog name. Oh, yeah, okay, so no, he doesn't really give him a name in the second one. Is the third movie then he gave it? Good boy? I think so. Okay. Because <clears throat> I'm pretty sure he's just calling him Doug. In the second one, he's not even really calling him anything. Yeah. That's right. Because the, the guy asks him at the desk if he's got a name, and he says no. Yeah. Okay, sorry. So anyway. So anyway, the house, Santino. John finally has everything. He's got his car back. He's got a dog. He's got his car back. He's got a he dog. He killed the guys that killed his dog. He buries everything. Yeah. He's back to normal. And then the uh, Santino guy comes yeah. in and goes, Hey, yeah. man, you just killed my sister. Yeah. And he's like, uh, he's literally I'm like, I'm out. I'm out. Please don't do this. Yeah. And again, like I, I was saying with the first movie, where they give you the bits of lore, mm -hmm. they don't give you everything. They just give you these little bits, and you yeah. go, okay, all right. So now, now we hear about blood markers. Mm -hmm. Now we find out now the that one of the growing. reasons that he was able to get out and complete his impossible task was because the uh, Santino guy yeah. helped him. And now this blood marker is literally the blood oath between two people. Yep. That when you, whenever you need a favor, I have to do this. Mm -hmm. Because you helped me, I will help you. And Wick is pleading with him. He's like, please don't do this. Like, I'm out. And he goes, yep. you were out, then you came back. Here you go. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, you don't like Santino, but he's got a point. You know? Yeah. I still fucking hate him. He's one of the worst. I still hate him. Because he's a fucking dirtbag all the yeah. way through. Especially because oh. he's going to kill his sister to get ball. her place on the at the seat of the High Council. Yeah. And again, you're now you're saying High Council. Like, this is fucking getting up there, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so now now we get that begrudgingly the old assassin pulled back in for that one last job. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But you don't think about it when you're watching this movie because you're just like, oh, fuck, like, I hate this guy. He blows up his house. Blows his house up. Blows his fucking no. house Goes up. Goes to the car, shoots a missile or yep. a grenade or whatever. It's really like right after he just finished burying everything again, and you're like, "Oh fuck!" My immediate thought when the house blew up was the fucking dog. You're like, "Are you kidding?" You they killed kill the dog again? again, but they didn't. They did. The, the dog licks him and wakes him up. Yeah, I was like, I was like oh, "Yes, so that awesome. dog lives." So then goes to the Continental, yeah. leaves him with him. Yeah. Then flies out to Italy. And then gets introduced to the Italian continent. Uh, now we're going over to Europe. There's a new continent. I was like, this is I was like, awesome. This world just continues to grow. Like, exactly. the world building is insane. But they're giving you into, like, morsels. They're not like, yeah. this is the whole world. This, yeah. It's, it's drip-fed to you. Yeah. I love the sequence with the, what's his face, the Q guy. Uh, he plays the tick. Oh. He's the one that's like, he's showing him all the guns and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That whole scene is great because it's just like, uh, you know, something for dinner, something for a movie, that kind of terminology. Yeah. Like, they're using these, like, terminology that you wouldn't tie to organized crime. Yeah. You know? But it's just like, you know, uh, even just the, the thought process in the suit, you know, and all these things. I was just like, man, I can't get over this. Like, mm -hmm. this, it just feels like, a, like it's his suit of armor that they're making. Because it is. Yep. The whole guns and everything. Like, you're just like, holy fuck. 
and then it's just uh, he gets everything set up in the catacombs because that's how he's going to get into the uh, nightclub slash ultimately place for the sister. Yeah. And then you find out there's a history between him and the sister. Like, they had hooked up. Well, you get to the... He, he gets there first. He gets to the oh, big part, yes, and he yes, bumps into the common. Yeah. I love who's, it. Who's her bodyguard, I guess. Yeah. Her, her main guy. Exactly. Common and John have this this history. Common's name is Cassian in the movie. That's right. That's right. Uh, you working tonight? Yeah. yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. And immediately he knows John's here for a, a reason... Why else would he I, be gonna, here? Why yeah. else would he be here? And he's watching him. He, he knows. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> and you get there in the, that awesome, that's Tyler Bates playing on stage. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, well, he's he's been the guitarist for Metal Mans for a couple albums. Oh, yeah. I always forget that. I always forget so that. So that's him playing on stage with that, that woman, uh, Nostalgia, and they're playing this song called Plastic Heart. But now this song is used as a theme throughout this movie. Yes, very much and so. And it is an awesome song. So good. And really sets the mood so good. throughout the whole thing. From that cool. moment on. Um, it, that, I love the music in this movie. I love the music, and I again, like I can't say this enough, I love the visuals. Yeah. I love even the music the and the visuals. The music. Uh, the they are almost the characters themselves. Very much so. and uh, But I like that, again, this is a very, like, aside from the huge opening, now it's quiet again. It's, it's very quiet. quiet. And even when, uh, when he goes uh, to kill her, yeah. and he's literally like, I, I have to do this. Yeah. Like, it's a blood oath. Blood marker, and she's just like, okay. And then she kills herself. She cuts her wrist. But. But he still shoots her in the head. Still shoots her in the head, and that part I was just kind of like, yeah, but I mean. He had to put his signature on it, I guess. I understand that, but if you're going to nitpick, right? Like, if you're like, oh, like, wouldn't you notice after the fact that she had to kill herself and everything? But, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever. It's just one of those, like, uh, it just kind of seems redundant. But, yeah, you have to put your mark on it. But I like when he, he passes by uh, Common again. Mm hmm. And I can't remember what he, uh, says something about, uh, what the hell was it? it essentially, it was just like, uh, everything worked out. And he goes, afraid so. And immediately, Common's just like, what? wait a minute. <laughs> Boom. God. And then they start, like, he takes off because he's yeah. like, wait, what the fuck just happened? And I love that he goes, afraid so. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's like, and, uh, and then you have the uh, fucking crazy fight scene in the nightclub. Into the, into the catacombs. Into the catacombs. Now that catacomb shootout. Hold on. Felt uh, like a video game. And we introduce uh, what is her, what's her name? Ruby Red. Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose. Yeah, who's Santino's like head head, head John Wick guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and she's, she's cocky. Great. She's cocky too. I love that she's uh she can't speak. Yeah. She signs. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool, and uh, she's cocky. Yes, but she also she wants to fucking kill John Wick. Yeah. Because you kill John Wick. You kill John Wick. You're immediately you're, at the top. You're like, yeah, you're, you're yeah, the John Wick. Yeah, right? you're, you killed the guy that they send to kill the, the, the boogeyman. Man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. That catacomb sequence felt like a video game. I felt like it was Uncharted. The way cool. he was going down and, and the shootouts. Like I was like... Or or even like Rise of the Tomb Raider, which I've been playing lately. Yeah. Uh, almost done. I was straight up going like, why are they not looking at this guy to direct an Uncharted movie? Yeah, exactly. Or the Tomb Raider movies. Or that. Because, like, the Tomb Raider movie was, was alright. I enjoyed the remake. I enjoyed or the it. reboots or whatever. I liked it better it. than I liked the originals. Alicia Vikander was awesome as Laura. Yeah, excellent choice. Yeah. Excellent choice for that. Um, and I'm glad they're, they're, they're going to have a sequel. Oh, good. 
Uh, which makes me so happy. Yeah, me too. Because I wasn't sure if it was going to get one. Yeah, because uh, even Michelle and I both... It wasn't super successful. Movie. Like, it made yeah. me a little money. Just enough. Just enough. Just enough. But, uh, but anyway, so yeah, that whole catacomb sequence was fucking amazing. And I knew it was going to be good. Because, like, I mean, let's face it. There's no reason to think it wouldn't be. Yeah. But I didn't think it was going to be that good. That was like, wow, yeah. this is so good. Um, just everything. And again, like, it just it feels real. Yeah. Like, when he's shooting guys in the fucking face and they show you him shooting them in the face, you're not like, yeah, okay. You're like, oh, oh, yeah. holy shit, holy fuck, holy fuck. That's what I was saying almost, like, all three of these movies, I'm just like, holy shit, yeah. holy shit. I, oh, my God. Like, it was just crazy. So now, because he killed her, uh, a hit is put out for John Wick. So exactly. when he gets back to America. But it's Santino that calls the hit out. It is because Santino. He kills his sister. Exactly. Well, what kind of brother would I be if I didn't take out a hit on you? Exactly. And now, now, if you didn't hate him before, you really you fucking hate, him, hate him now. You, you hate, hate him so much. Oh, I hate that. Because you're like, you son of a fucking yeah. bitch. You, yeah. You fucker. Especially you because he so spent good. the whole like time talking to Santino, going like, "Don't do this, please, yeah. don't do this." Like, I'm, yeah. I'm begging you, don't do this. And then finally, he's just like. Too bad, buddy. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, what kind of brother would I be? And you're yeah. like, you son of a bitch, I can't Because he's you figuring John's going to die, and then no one knows I, I killed my sister. That's it. Or it won't matter, because yep. I already got a seat at the high table. Yep. You know? And, uh, fuck. Man. So then you get all these great fights with all these different, like, train killers. The common fight I, on the train was amazing. But I love that they, they intersperse the fight scene with montages. Yes. You know what I mean? Exactly. So yeah. like, because they could have just rested on their laurels and did similar stuff like did in the first one. No, they changed the game. Now they have, they have that ridiculous sequence where they're walking in the train station and it's just like Yep. And normal people are just strolling around like oh yeah, there's three bullets in the wall. No big deal. Don't mm-hmm. even look. Don't even look. <laughs> yeah. Something's going on we don't need to be a part of. You know, or, uh, but the, but the best part about the whole montage scene, he kills people with a fucking pencil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I read in an interview where, uh, the director, Chad, was like, well, I mean, we talked about it in the first movie, so I felt like we had to show it in this movie. Yeah. That it, like, he could do it. And I was like, he fucking killed him with a pencil! That's two them, awesome. Right? Killed yeah. two with the pencil. Two guys with a pencil. Yeah. There was that big, huge guy that he fucking killed. Like, the montages were great because, like, like I said, you intersperse. So, like, part one is with these guys, part two is with that guy, part three is with that guy, part four is a little bit longer with Common, and right back into it. But that fight scene with Common on the, the fucking train was, that was great. really great. So At good. first, I kind of laughed seeing Common. I know. But then after that fight scene, I was like, fuck, that was I great. I didn't laugh. I just kind of went, yeah, but then yeah, I was I like, did, oh. Okay, I didn't really laugh, but I was just like, yeah. Right. I was like, oh, I was okay. Like, All right. But now. The fighting was so good with Common that I was like, where was he in the third one? Why didn't he show up for that one? Right? Yeah. That was such a good fight scene. Um, and again, see you around. Yeah. <laughs> or be seeing you. Yeah. Yeah. He was going to bleed out on the train. Doesn't die, though. I, I do like the part in the, the Continental where they're sharing the drink. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that was they, fun. They bust through the glass and then it's just like, you can't conduct business on Continental ground. Or say, Yeah, and he's just, they're just like, Okay, all right, and they're both fucked. Yeah, and they're both drinking, and Tom's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna fucking kill you." And Wink is just like, "Oh, 
you're welcome to try. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just, and I like that he, it, Wick's not like, no, I'm going to fucking kill you. He's just yeah. kind of like, you're welcome to try, mm-hmm. right? So that part was nice because it led into letting him bleed out in the train. Yeah. But I don't think they actually acknowledge that he died, though. No, they don't. They don't. The train, yeah. the door's closed and he just goes along. Yeah, so he's completely collateral. Yeah. Collateral ending. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, collateral. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so so yeah, so you get that fight scene and like everybody everybody's out for this marker. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> it, it's called yeah, yeah, it's a not a marker, it's Blood Oath. Blood Oath Blood Marker is Blood Oath Marker. No, it's Blood Marker. Blood, blood Marker is what the actual thing is. Yes. The hit is something else though. It's called something else. Yeah. Yeah, they got all the special terminology. Yeah, yeah all that special that's, terminology. Again, that's just like the the mythology growing. Yeah, once exactly. Again. Like, but they, then they have, uh, like, this call center. Yeah, the free that's call great. center. That's showing, super like, great. All these really scuzzy looking people working. Not even scuzzy. That uh, suicide girls. Yeah, yeah. suicide girls. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. all suicide girls. Pretty much. Just doing Pretty like much. this yeah. analog bullshit with like yeah. line here, line here, shock. Yeah. For everything. But uh, I also I I love the museum fight scene. The museum fight scene is so fucking good because again, you know, like you're saying, like like even like you got the train scene, the montage scene. You're like, okay, well, how do you fucking top this? Mm-hmm. You top this by having a fucking fight in a museum. Yeah, and it's amazing. It's it's like almost like ballet. How beautiful and horrible and disgusting these fight scenes are. Yeah. But I just love this fusion of like um, jujitsu and uh, judo and gun kata and like uh, takedowns and stuff like that where like even just like grappling techniques that he's using to tie one guy up here, shoots these guys, shoots him in the face and then like take down this guy to mm-hmm. fucking like, oh man, they're so beautiful. Yeah. So excellently choreographed, and the best part is, is he's doing all of this. Oh yeah, because his stunt doubles behind the camera. <laughs> he's he's training, like in fight sequences and gun sequences for like months before the filming starts. Yeah, and that's incredible that he's like, no, 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 I'm gonna actually do it. And you watch the videos on YouTube, he's having the time of his life, and I'm just like, that's fucking amazing. But I remember uh, what was it in. Uh, the Matrix actually, he, they uh, they asked if he knew how to fight, mm-hmm. and he said, "No, I don't know how to fight." But he was saying that so nobody would step up to him in the street, yeah, because he knows how to fight. Yeah, like I would not want to fucking. Ah, he wouldn't anyway. He'd literally be like, "Ah." He's oh yeah, he's just a, a chill, chill, humble dude. But that part was that whole sequence was fucking amazing. But the thing that made my jaw drop was when he blew his fucking brains out on the Continental. He's just like, don't do it, John. Yeah, Winston's don't like, John? Because John's taunting him. He's just like, he's yeah. like, what are you going to do? And Winston's just looking like, at Johnny. He I'm knows, gonna he knows gonna John's going to like, he's like, don't, don't do it, And John. then it's just like, <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's so nuts. And then you get that whole thing where it's like, how much time do I have? Got an hour. I'll give you an hour, John. Mm-hmm. And then all their phones are lighting up in that park. Everybody. Every single fucking phone. So just something as simple as that, you're going, this underworld is huge. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cool. And again, like I said, like, you're just like, 
Like, if you liked John Wick, and I said this to people, I said to people, if you liked John Wick, then you're going to love John Wick Chapter 2. There's no way you're not going to love Chapter 2. Okay? Again, I see no reason why you're, if you didn't, if you like John Wick Chapter 2, you're not going to love John Wick Parabellum. There's no way. Or is it John Wick 3 Parabellum? John Wick Chapter 3. It is Chapter 3. Parabellum. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, like just, oh, just incredible that movie. It was so great. And, but you, now I'm like, holy fuck. The ending blew me away. Cause yeah. like, cause now it's like, holy shit. It's a to be continued ending. How is I'm, he going to get out of this? So A, I was like, how did they know they're going to make a third after this? It, it's a big risk when you have an ending like that. Yes. It's always a risk. It is. Luckily, number two made even more than number one. Yeah. And now you're getting this huge fan base where number three was a big hit. Huge hit. Big, it, I think it made three times the amount the first did. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I think you're right, actually. Yeah. Um, it was uh, it was the one movie that knocked off Endgame. Oh, before we leave number two, we didn't touch on Lawrence Fishburne as the Bowery King. Yes, you're right. We did not. Loved it. When they introduced him, yeah. I went, oh my god! And immediately I was like, where's Carrie Ann Moss? Right? I was doing the same thing. I In was fact, like, I sat through the third one going like, Carrie Ann Moss. Come on! But up. yeah, I was like, this is awesome. And yeah. I loved his character because I liked how... It was another facet to this world. Yeah. But now it's like, well, we're the we're the guys on the outside. Yeah. We're still part of it, but where are the guys on the outside? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I the whole thing where like, he's uh, this after the common fight, so he's fucked up, and finally he just kind of like gets to the one dude and just flips him a coin. Yeah. And he's just rambling, eh, weird shit, uh, conspiracy theories, and all of a sudden it's just like. Right back to weird shit, and you're just like, what is happening? And then when they introduce him, and they patch him up, and they're just like, well, yeah, be careful, type mm-hmm. of thing. And, yep. But that's it. Like, but it was so cool to see the two of them again. So cool. And then the, Ru- so the Ruby Rose fight, too. Yes. It was short, and I, I kind of felt like John was like, sorry he had to kill her. I think he felt like she had promise or something. He didn't kill her. He did. No. He? I swear he did. He's seeing you. No, she died. I'm positive Ruby Rose died. Can you Google that one again? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you okay. let her go. Okay, all right. Because I, I, I'm pretty positive she died. thought he let her go. I thought he said, be seeing you. Oh, she might have been bleeding. I think she's glad I don't die. And her name was Ares. That's cool. That was cool. Now I think I'm done with number two. Ends with him being excommunicado. I love excommunicado, that that's right. Excommunicado. That's, I was trying to remember that one. Yeah, as she lay dying, be seeing you, he says, yeah. That's right. I, I agree. Like die. it's it's kind of unfortunate that she, that she had to die. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know what? I got I got mixed up because I, I was like, yeah, they didn't really show you that Common died, whether he did or didn't. They yeah. Didn't he. They but, didn't show him dying. Did, yeah. She did die. The fight scene was good too. I really yeah. enjoyed the fight scene. Get the little jump. visual was awesome too. Like in that mirror yeah. setup too. That was really great. Um. um John yeah. John made an appearance again in number two. I missed him in number three though. Oh yeah. But I also missed Carrie Ann Moss in number yeah. three. Yeah. Gotta yeah. be in number four. <clears throat> so, who knows? Parabellum? Parabellum. Parabellum, which means prepare for war in Latin. Yeah, I know. I know. Because he like, says in wow. the movie, like, um, Winston's talking in, in Latin in the movie, and then he goes, Parabellum. And yeah. he says on the screen, prepare for war. I'm yeah. Like, oh, that's what it means? That's the thing I like that's about their, uh, their uh, when they do the subtitles and stuff, and they do it off to the side. Yeah, like, it's a stylized letters, thing. Like, everything. It's just really cool. Like, I was like, man, so that's much really style cool. Yeah, and I, and I think that's like 
that's because you got a stuntman heading them up. This guy isn't just a normal filmmaker. Yeah, exactly. Like he's looking at the action and then growing from that. Whereas everyone yeah. else would be like, you know, it's fight scene. Yeah, you yeah, know, exactly. Big whoop de do. Yeah. Um, number three takes the mythology to the highest point yet. Well, and it had to. Like, it's massive. It we is learn, massive. We go all over the world. We learn who John really is. Yeah. It's insane. It's so crazy. I actually liked that aspect. I li- I also like when you think about it, you're like, how is, how could his name possibly be John Wick? It isn't. It isn't. It isn't at all. No, I don't remember his real name. It was some Russian name. Yeah, Russian. Because um, he goes to see Angelica Houston, the, the director. <laughs> he wants back in. But I, I thought that was... Re- no, it was that uh, last favor, the ticket out. The ticket out, right, right. Because he had the like, She doesn't cross. want to cash it because she knows what's going to happen. That's right, that's but... right. But she has to. Yep. Um, but, like... Well, first of all, you have the like, now he's on the run. Yeah. He's in the rain with yeah. his dog, and Everyone. last ditch thing with the Continental. Can you take care of my dog? Of course. Yeah. Of course I can. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. And then we get like, oh, awesome fight scene with the in that guns warehouse or whatever. Yeah, the knife fight. The knife fight was horribly, brutally awesome. Yeah. Like, oh. Adrian has this thing in movies where she loves knife fights. Knife fights are great. Yeah. Ever since the Thomas Jane Punisher where the knife went through the, the bottom of the jaw and into the mind yeah. and it shows it, she like she really loves knife um, fights. Um The Hunted. Yeah. The Hunted. The Hunted? Benicio oh. del Toro? Oh man. And Tyler Lee Jones. Like yeah. that fight scene was awesome. They're like yeah. here, drop it, gut, yeah. cut in the arm, like all yeah. this stuff. I was like, I love them because they're just they're actually scary. Like knife knife fight in knife real life is scary. scary yeah. Because like if someone easily. pulled a gun on me, I'd be scared. But if someone pulled a knife on me. At this distance, too. Yeah. Like, then I'd be like, mm. hey man, whatever you want to do. Whatever yeah. you want to do, just don't put that anywhere near you. Yeah. Right? Like, but that knife fight, but even the end where he throws that fucking hatchet at the guy. Yeah. And they, like, they show it from this perspective, so it's. <laughs> I was like, that's. Oh. And that, that fight went on a long time. Like, I didn't I, expect it to be that long. I was watching it, and I was feeling the length, but not caring about the length because it was so insane. Well, that, and they switch areas. So it's there, yep. and then it's in the horse stable. Yeah. And he's got the horse. Yeah. Fucking. He's, he's using a horse to fight people. That part was horrible, too. It's just the fucking hit. So it's like hits. moving the horse, and then pop. Oh. Dude. <laughs> oh, I was just like, holy shit. And then, on the horse. Yeah. Fighting on the motorcycle. Ch- and, and, like, this is non-stop. And it's, yeah, exactly, and, and it's I, non-stop. I, it was probably a good half hour, I think. And I was actually, like, 20 minutes in, I was kind of going, like, is this just going to be, like, two hours of straight action? Like, exactly. Are we going to have any slow moments? Because, like, what like the fuck this is, is really yeah. intense right now. Yeah, and uh, they introduced the adjudicator. The adjudicator. Which I was like, wow. Who's kind of like, like a judge, I guess, kind of walking around. Yeah. Going, well, hey, what? yeah. She goes after Winston. She goes after the Bowery King. Yeah. Like, everyone that's had any sort of link to this, and she's just like, yeah, well, you've got a week. Yeah. You've got a week to settle your affairs because we're getting someone else in this position. Yeah. You know? And then, uh, I even love, uh, I wish I remembered his name, Mark DeCasco. It's Zero. Hmm? His name's Zero in the movie. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. But I, I, when they I- introduced him, I was like, man, this is awesome. Like, He's cutting fish. Yeah. Yes. You know, and then it's just like, um, we need you for a job. 
okay, game on. Yeah. Right? And I was like, oh, fuck. And I like him. And he's always... John Wick. He's a John Wick super fan. Which was... It, it was comedic. It kind of almost felt out of place. But I loved it so I much. I didn't think he was out of place at all. In fact, the three of them, all three of them, I thought it was it was just one of those where I'm like, that's hilarious. I love the, the two guys from The Raid being like, what 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 they call them? They call the two of them the uh, the Shinobis. <laughs> Shinobi one and two. Nice. But I, I loved how much honor there was between all of them. Well, that's one of the things I like about all three of these movies is that there is honor among all of them. Yeah. For the most part. For the most part. I mean, you, know? you get, you know. Yeah. I mean, Santino. You get what's her name in the first movie. She, Santino no and her, but like, there's always, like, just yeah. in real life, there's always the people that part. are not going to be part of that, but. Yeah. But yeah, just, oh man, just incredible. Just incredible fight yeah. scenes. And then, uh, the, I will say this, when they get to, uh, Casablanca, Yes, and you're introduced to the Continental there. The Continental there, and we uh, we are introduced to Halle Berry's character. Sophia. Sophia. Yes. The only thing that was a minus for me was how bland Casablanca looked mm-hmm. in comparison to everything else that we've seen. Yes. I love the fight scene. I loved that they incorporated the dogs into the fight scene. The dogs were insane. I loved that that was also another, like, long set-piece fight scene. I thought that was amazing. I also noticed, like, I was really paying attention to that scene, because I, right from the start when they introduced Halle Berry and everything, and they talking about her during the movie, and, and before the movie, yeah. I was like, I feel like we're setting up a spin-off right now. I don't think so. I, I felt we were setting up a spin-off. I don't think so. Especially even after the And when you look at that fight, though, when you look at that fight, she's got way more screen time than John in that fight. Yeah. I kind of feel... I I don't know. I feel like uh, there's a spin-off possibility there. I don't think so. I don't think so. If it happens, okay, fine. I just don't think so because they also talked about spin-off with her Jinx character or whatever the fuck it was in uh, James Bond. Right, but then that was a different... It didn't succeed and it ended up being Pierce Brosnan's final movie. And they rebooted it. But still... Still, they talked about it. I don't think they're not talking spinoff here, but I feel like they do. Though I don't think so. I think what I think is going to happen is, uh, well, we'll wait till we get to this part. My theory on what happens to her. Okay. After once we get to the once we're done with this. Okay. Um, but because uh, keep in mind, like even for me, like I was saying, like there's really two ways to end this movie. It's either he goes into hiding, yeah. or he gets killed, yeah, or he dies. Like he has, and I was I was saying like it's almost like he has to die because. How does it end? Mm-hmm. It has to end with him dying, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, but yeah, my only gripe with that scene was just the color palette. Okay. It was bland looking. It was very, just, it's kind of, I'm going back to Uncharted again, it's kind of like Uncharted 3 where it was just desert for the last quarter. Yes. And it's just very, just bleh. Yeah, exactly. Like, I loved all that. Yeah. But it just but visually, compared to the beginning of the exactly. game and the second Everything the else game, leading the up to that. The greens of the first game. Everything else leading yeah. up to that. Now you're getting this and it was just, just kind of like, okay, yeah. all right. Um, if it wasn't for the dogs, I think this, the fight scenes wouldn't have been as good. Right. Or it wouldn't have been as as, uh, as different because, mm. you know, now you have two people doing the same thing that John Wick does, yeah. right? Still, it was awesome. I'll give her credit too because she did all the training. And she did te- as much as they teased the dog dying again. Yeah. The one dog got shot, and she's like, shot my dog. And yeah. I was like, oh. And now, yeah. now I'm like, oh, you guys are teasing it yeah, now. Yeah, now you guys are just being You know the dog lovers are out yeah. there in the crowd. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and the other part, 
Actually, no, that's pretty much it. Yeah, so what it, what it ends up leading into John Wick seeking out uh, the head head above the high table or whatever. Oh, his name, uh, they call him, what's his, the Elder. Yeah, the Elder, that's yes. right, the Elder. So seeking out the Elder, um, that was another part where I was just kind of like, they basically go, well, you just walk in the desert, and if he wants to be found, if he wants to, he'll find you. And I was just kind of like, that's lame. It kind of... It didn't really feel like John Wick either. It kind of went on like this adventure mode at the like. It, yeah, it, that that part did take like, me out of it a little bit um, like, until are we the actual find treasures while we're on this journey. And, uh, it was, tomb to it was basically <laughs> for me. It was the part where they go, "Well, he's either going to find you or he doesn't." And I was like, "Yeah, but that's dumb because you know he's going to find you." Yeah. Otherwise, the story's done. Yeah. Ends with John dying in a desert. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, well, so I was just shitty. like, "That's stupid." Yeah. Um, but I will say the fact that he had to give up his finger. To get back in. And his wedding ring. His, yeah, that's right. His wedding ring and the finger. I was just like, no, that's horrible. And then, of course, he does it because, well, that's it. Yeah, right? it's that or die. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then, you know, he gets a new suit. Because I remember thinking, like, oh, man, he must stink right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's three, four days of fighting. Two Apparently, of those days they use the same suit in every movie. I'm not they surprised. one suit. I'm not surprised. Usually, they'll have, like, <clears throat> a dozen. And then, oh, and that I'm one not got surprised. fucked. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so, like, I just thought, wow, this is incredible. This is, the scenes are, I, I, actually, I, I felt bad for him mm-hmm. that he went back in officially. Like, I really yeah. was like, fuck. Because, honestly, like, as cool as these fight scenes are, I don't want him to continue to do this when, like, he had a taste of that life. And I also didn't like how they were starting to do this thing where it's like, well, I mean, you can never stay out for too long, John. Yeah. You're too good. Like, this is a part of you. And it reminded me of uh, Jason Bourne, where they're just like, like you were going to do this anyway. You're, you look at you. You can't function unless you're doing stuff like this. So, yeah. and I was kind of like, ah, I don't. I didn't like that they were kind of hinting that he couldn't leave, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so you know, he, he gives up his finger, his wedding ring, pledges allegiance. He's going back in. He's going back in. He's got to kill Winston. He's got to kill Winston to, to write everything. Yeah. And you're just like, holy fuck. Um, I absolutely love the siege on the Continental. Uh, what do they, they, uh, they say? The, the entire Continental was excommunicado. The entire. The entire thing. So it was like, get out or you're going to be killed. And I loved how they upped the ante of the bad guys where now they're armored. Like, really armored. Yeah. You know, and I love the sequences where it's just like, like John Wick is trying to kill them and he can't, goes back to get more weapons. Yeah. And then starts really starting to do some damage, but it's like a couple of waves and you're just like, holy shit. And I like that he, uh, he played homage to, to his Matrix role where he went guns, lots yeah. of guns. Yes, same exactly. Line, guns, same line. Lots of guns. I was like, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, like that whole thing sequence was amazing um visually amazing like it, it actually felt like it made up for the visuals that i felt you lost yep. in casablanca uh and then bring it right back to this and i was just like okay yes this feels like john wick again yeah um and I, I i will say this like i remember when you you say with dark knight when batman goes to china and it takes you out of the movie this i felt with the whole casablanca sequence casablanca Felt like, okay, I don't feel like this is a John Wick movie. Right. Yeah, fight sequences, yes. It's specifically the I desert. I think that's sequence. what it is. Well, the, the, the desert, desert sequence the desert. is the part where I go, uh. But even the Halle Berry thing for me. 
because the Halle Berry thing for me felt like you know when you're watching uh, Arrow and they it's introduce an and they yeah. introduce it's the an audition Flash, for yeah and you're like this is the pilot yeah. test <clears throat> yeah and I felt like I felt like that was that for her I felt like they're testing a spinoff yeah right now. yeah I, I I can see why you think that yeah. I can see why you think plus that. they introduced the bad guy of Casablanca. She gets her dog to eat his nuts, and she lets him live. So now you have a villain. In her Plus, you hear about the uh, the theaters. daughter backstory. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm just like, I feel like there's a spin. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and I I get that. I, I understand what you're mm. saying. I'm not saying you're completely wrong, because I feel like this is one of those where it's like, it's two different viewpoints. Yes. Right. So neither yeah. one is right or wrong. This feels like there's they they introduced a lot of story with her, and then didn't really take it anywhere. Okay. Now she yeah, has no, a I lot gotcha. of. I got you. Okay, I hear you. Um, Maybe she'll just come back in the fourth. Who knows? What the fuck was I going to say? Oh yeah. So oh, get, getting back to uh, to the excommunicado. Yeah. I like that they also they introduce early in the movie the uh, uh, glass floor. Yeah. That whole sequence there, and they're just yeah. like, well, now like you can everyone's cards are on the table, so you see everything, right? And then they leave it. <clears throat> then they come back to that for the fight scene with the shinobis. And uh, he goes full on raid style. We're going up each floor. Awesome. Find guys on every floor. Awesome. To the boss at the top. But yeah, but I love that that they're just like like they're literally like man, this is this is an honor. Yeah. You know like. Yeah, I know when they're talking about it. And then like he beats the fuck out of both of them finally. Yeah. And then they're both just like, Uh, and he's just like, see you around. Yeah. They're like, oh. Wow. Okay. And they both live. Yeah, and then uh, then you have. Uh, one of the best fight sequences because it's a subversion. Yeah. Like you're, you're saying it was almost too comical or almost a bit out, but I enjoyed the fact that this guy was like, like, oh, man, like, like I'm still gonna, I'm gonna kill you, but yeah. this is just, this, this is just the great. best moment of my life you right know? now. And like, they have this amazing fight sequence. Yeah. Um, and like, uh, especially for, like, for him, like, he's, he's not a young guy either. No, he's got to be around the same age as Dan. He's a because um, he he's been around for a long. He did the Crow TV series. I was just series. gonna say he did the Crow TV series. Yeah, um, and he's done other things in and around stuff yeah, like that. But he's always been, uh, you know. But anyway, so uh, <clears throat> that Crow TV show was garbage. Though. It was, and I really Which wanted was the really blade. unfortunate. I really wanted. It was blade. almost as bad as the Blade one. Yeah. Oh, that was so With bad. sticky fingers. Oh. That was so, so bad. Sticky fingers as Blade. That was bad. Visually, he looked okay. He looked okay. But it was just he like... couldn't act, though. Yeah. And I mean, it's not that that was a really, like, you needed to act your ass off for that look, yeah. that role, but you can't do it. You can't do it. <sighs> it was just one of those things where, like, we, at least with Mark uh, Discas- Dis- Discascos? 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 He was playing, it was the crow, but he was playing a different character, not Eric Draven, right? Yeah. Whereas Blade... No, he was playing Eric Draven. Was that Eric Draven? His first season was essentially a dragged out version of the first movie. Shit, it was. Yeah, Yeah. see, now that... uh, Yeah. I don't know. Brandon Lee is the should. They should have done a different character so that he could do his own spin. Exactly. Instead of doing a dumbed-down version of Brandon Lee's take on the character. Because that was the thing with Blade, right? It's like, Wesley's Blade... Yeah. Because then they do the TV series too. Like, was it after Trinity or was it in between two and three? I think it was after Trinity. Was it after Trinity? I want to say. I want to say, but I can't say for certain. But uh, yeah. anyway. But anyways. Uh, I love the scene where yeah. 
he stabs, like he gets him, sore right through. Yeah. And he's just, he's there, he's like, oh, oh, I'll catch up with you in a minute, John. And then just slumps over, and you're just like, oh man, that's so great, so great. Yeah. Um, but I do, and then it leads into the, uh, the barter. Like, with the adjudicator's like, okay, alright, so. This was a twist. You kill John Wick, everything is restored. Yeah. Full services, you're no longer excommunicado, yeah. and you're just like, what? And then he fucking does it! Winston shoots John. Shoots him. And John falls off a roof. And falls off a roof, and that's where I was like, okay, so they'll end it with him either dying or getting away. And I thought, okay, he's going to get away, but he'll go in hiding type of thing. I did not think that the TikTok man was going to take him, yeah. bring him down to the Bowery, because, like, Lawrence Fishburne got fucked up. They didn't kill him. No, but they, they fucked, him fucked up. up. They fucked him up. And then it's just like, uh, what the hell was the line? It's like, yeah, you want to take down the high council or something like that? Or the high table? And he goes, yeah. Damn, does it go damn right at you? Or? Yeah, damn right at you or something like that. Yeah. And it just was like, holy fuck. And then, boom. So we got another cliffhanger ending. Now here's an interesting thing I read today. Yep. They were talking about Chad uh, Stileski, the director. And he said that Keanu and, and I, we end the movies like this because we don't have, they don't they don't ever plan a, a next one. Okay. He goes, because in this life of John, things aren't ever going to be good. They're always, he's always going to have a bad ending. There'll never be a happy ending for John. And that's so, so we end it. I feel like whether well, while we well, while we set up a sequel, that it might look that way, but we don't. The second one, we ended it with everyone's going after him, and that could be it. That's true. That yeah. is true. Like third yeah. one, we ended with like John's not dead. That's it. Yeah, but I I still I feel like I feel like that's just kind of a cop out type of thing because it's like no, you're ending it on a cliffhanger. To me, I look at that and I'm like, that's straight up a lead into it. Yeah, you don't end it on a cliffhanger like that. Yeah. If you leave it with him walking off into the night. Yeah. Then, like, like I said, with the Bourne movies or with the or with the first John Wick movie, you know, you could have left it at that. You didn't have to have his brother. Yeah, exactly. Wanting to kill him, or you could have left it at him not like even not even trying to get his car back or anything. Yeah. Could have just went and moved somewhere else or whatever, you know. I guess cut his hair so he doesn't look so much like John Wick. <laughs> but uh, I feel like, no, I feel like they definitely ended on a cliffhanger. I don't, maybe not necessarily in the sense that, yeah, for sure we're making another movie, mm. but in the sense that if we do, this will be a good leading. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's my theory about Halle Berry, unless you have other things to say about this. The only other thing I was going to say is that, again, the music was great, but I'm very sad there's no theme in this movie. I agree. It felt like. The laughing. first one you got Manson, the second one you got that great plastic art song, the third one, nothing. No, no, exactly. I Which feel like really just kind of like, it needed a theme. It did. I love that it every movie had a theme. a theme. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. It's a. Uh, so, number four, bring back a theme because yeah, definitely I was really feeling that lacking. De- bring yeah. back a theme. So, my theory for Halle Berry's character is I feel like because we know now that there is going to be a fourth movie, mm-hmm. we know. They've already they've said, yeah, we're, we're doing a fourth. Yeah. That her story is going to dovetail with Wick's story in the fourth. Okay. Because he and uh, Lawrence Fishburne, the Maori King, are literally going to take down... Their whole purpose is to take down the High Castle. Or mm-hmm. the High uh, the high Table. Yep. Okay? 
her story is linked to it because she's fucked over the high table. Right. Okay? So they talk about her daughter and how she says, hey, I can't have anything to do with her because of whatever. Ultimately, it's going to end with her, with the high table being absolved, I believe, in some way, shape, or form. They're going to be able to go about their own lives, whether they live or die. She's going to be able to go off with her kid, and that's that's how I feel it's going to go. I don't feel like it's going to be a spinoff. Do you think that she'll need to kill John in order to get her choice? Probably. Because I would be okay with her or, killing John. Like or John's story, John's story ending with her to get her child. Because I, I do agree with the with Keanu Reeves and uh, Chad Stahelski or whatever. Stahelski? I, I, I don't know. It's a um, bunch of H's. I do agree Stileski. that his story can't end happily. Because... How? Like, like He already how? had his happy ending, yeah. and it was taken away from him. Yeah. And he already lived a terrible life before this. Like, yeah, he was an honorable killer, yeah. but he was still a killer. You think about it, his story's kind of working backwards, right? Yeah, exactly. It, it it's, started it's happy, like, uh, it's just getting worse. It's kind of like, if you really look at it realistically for superhero movies, you know? Yeah. They don't really, they can't, they almost can't have a happy ending. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like Tony Stark, for instance, you wanted him to have that life without the, the suit, yeah. with his daughter, with Pepper. You wanted him to have that, but you knew it wasn't going to happen the second you went, oh, you've got a daughter? You knew it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, even Captain America, they have that sort of happy ending, but it's a happy ending as long as you don't really think about it, and then you start to go, uh, it's, it's a weird one. Mm-hmm. That's a weird one. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, but even like, like Spider-Man or, you know, Batman, like there's no off into the sunset and we'll raise kids now. It's, they're, it's not going to be a happy ending. Mm. And that's why comic books never end. Yeah. (laughs) Because then they they skirt around the fact that there'll never be a happy ending. Unless it's the ultimate verse where they kill off Peter Parker's Spider-Man. Yeah. And then bring it back because the Oz makes him eternal. Yeah. Him and uh, Norman. Because it's Marvel. Yeah. So, uh, to so recap, yes, it's terrible. a trilogy. It's going to be a quadrilogy. Okay. I got a, I got a couple Insta questions to wrap up the episode. Mm. And one of them was, and it's, it's by the same uh, guy, um, I, I'm very sorry to say I don't know how to pronounce your name. It's spelled R-A-D-Y. I'm going to say Raddy. I'm going to say Raddy. 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 I'm saying, is it, is it Raddy? Uh, I'm going to go with Raddy. If we sorry if that's pronunciation, wrong. Sorry, we apologize. If, sorry if that's but I wrong. feel like Roddy is. But he asked the Hellboy question, what our favorite part was. He also asked, uh, favorite John Wick film so far and why. Um, now that we've talked about all three, um, I got mine. I'm going to say... I would have to say mine is going to be the first one. That is also mine. Yeah. That is also mine. Why? It's because I, I appreciate the smaller scale and the, the more... It, it felt more intimate. Yes. It also had that definitive ending. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, the fight scenes get better and, and better. Better. The story. But story wise, the best is the first one. Yeah, and yeah. it's and it's that whole thing again where like I feel like I can't watch just the second and appreciate it without watching the third and watching yeah. the fourth. Yeah, very much. Whereas so. number one, I can watch kind of good. Exactly. Exactly. So, so there you go. I think number yes. one is my favorite. I agree. That number is, one is the first. Is, uh, is my favorite as well. Um, I also have one more Insta question, but first, are we done talking about John Wick? Other than, no, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Like, 
All three are amazing, and I cannot cannot wait for the fourth. Yeah, exactly. I can't wait for the fourth. The fourth is... Luckily, we don't have to wait too long. Yeah, it's 2021. They already got a date for it. 2021, yeah, that's right. Which means they got to be shooting it, like, almost now. now. Pretty much. Yeah. They're probably doing the final rewrites, and it's going to shoot in, like, the spring or something. (laughs) Yeah. Um, This is coming in from my brother James. Oh. Um, It's not really rumors going around, but Keanu Reeves, people have asked him... Uh, if you could be in the MCU, who would you like to play? And he has said Wolverine more than once. So James is going. What's your thoughts on Keanu Reeves as Wolverine if it were to happen? I don't think it will, but I don't think it, it will. If it were to happen, um, I think it's uh, like we talk about him being ageless. Mm-hmm. I do think that he is too old for the role because that's a multi-movie deal. Yes, right now I think he's probably. Close to 10 years older than Hugh Jackman. Eight years, maybe, at least? Something like that. And, like, Hugh Jackman had already aged out. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he probably could have squeezed out another movie. Yeah. But he did, he aged out, and, uh, he, by his own admittance. Yeah. Admitting, he, he said, like, I'm just, I'm, I don't feel like I'm young enough to do the character justice or whatever, but he basically was like, ah, I'm too old. Yeah. So, uh, while I think, yeah, perfectly, like, this would be... You know what I mean? I can see him. As, I can definitely see him. I can see him, him as, as Logan. I, I think he's actually taller than Hugh, too, though. He's taller than Hugh. So, again, now Not by much. Not by much, but... But, I mean, you can hide that. Yeah. But uh, but even still, I... Uh, it's... It, yeah, the fact that he is taller, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the other thing, too, is... It's almost like we're getting a Wolverine movie anyway because of John Wick and those... You know, They're very much... Very similar, very much like, in that if sense. If he was Papa Claus, it'd be Wolverine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, it'd almost be like, why not do it with something different? Yeah. You know? I do think we're going to see Keanu in the MCU real soon. I think so. I think so. I think it's coming sure. to that. And right now, I think that the obvious two choices are either Adam Warlock. Yeah. Because I saw some fan art. And I have a feeling Warlock is coming. I don't even need to see the fan art. No. Go, yeah, okay. Yeah, I All see right. him as Warlock. Yeah. I also think he could play a pretty solid Moon Knight. Uh, 100% yes, but again, we're looking at the age factor. Right. But I also don't think... I think we're past the point where we'll see Moon Knight in the MCU. Yeah. Once Disney got a hold of him, and once uh, the Netflix stuff petered out horribly, that was it. I, I feel like... That was the our future window. of the MCU. Are characters that you that have been introduced in Marvel comics within the past ten years? I think we're almost done seeing classic characters in the MCU, which is sad to say. But I feel like we're going to start seeing the Young Avengers, and I feel like we're going to start seeing um, these all these new Agents of Atlas characters are introducing from because they're all characters from around the world of different races and. and yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with you there, but, like, I mean, Eternals are an example of an older property. They are. They are. You know? Um, but, uh, nah, but, yeah, I... I, I kind of, I, I just, I feel like that's the way they're going to go. Like, I, I won't, wouldn't be surprised if the next ten years we see Miles and Spider-Gwen and uh, these newer characters being introduced. Yeah, I agree, but, again, like I was saying, like, uh, I said this to one of the guys I work with, Declan, uh, I don't know if you're watching Declan, but you've been name dropped. Uh, with like Enter the Spider Verse, 
was a gamble because that's a comic book movie. Mm. That's a very comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like I had said, I said I, I, uh, I didn't watch it with Michelle because it's too comic book movie. Or so, not that she wouldn't understand the concept of different dimensions and different versions of Spider-Man. Yeah. But I almost feel like <clears throat> it's too much, you know. <clears throat> and I feel like. We start introducing Miles Morales and uh, Gwen Stacy or Spider-Gwen or yeah. Ghost Spider, whatever they want to call her, or Spider-Noir or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> it's uh, it gets too much, and it, it gets to a point where like casual people go, well, isn't Spider-Man Peter Parker? You know? Because mm-hmm. even I've said, like, I've, I've referenced Ultimate Spider-Man to Michelle a bunch of times, because I've said, like, you know, it leads into this character, but, like, the death of Spider-Man is an amazing lead, and it leads into Miles Morales. She was like, okay, so there's two Spider-Man? It's like, kind of, sort of. I mean, this was an updated version, you know, and then she's just kind of like, um, okay, mm. all right. So I, 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 yeah, Miles Morales for sure. It's going to come out for sure. Yep. Spider-Gwen, I, I feel like, yeah, for sure. But it's, I shouldn't say for sure, because it is a tough call, because, um, well, after Holland wraps up his Spider-Man run, which... Apparently you signed up for, for nine Spider-Man movies. That's not including Avengers and, and Civil War and all that. Okay. All right. So, okay, so now, all, look at that. He's going to be around a long time. So, maybe by the time he's done his run, they'll have already introduced Miles to some degree. Yeah. Right? But, like, <clears throat> I mean, sure, anyone that watched Into the Spider-Verse or played Spider-Man PS4 or read the comic books knows who Miles Morales is, but the general populace, like, I don't feel like... Actually, I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. But okay, but we'll say Miles or uh, Holland is in for nine, right? So we've got six more after his proposed original trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. If they're not counting any MCU stuff, six more movies of him. So by the time he's done, he'll be in his mid thirties. Right. So late twenties, perfect time to choose a teenage Miles. Right. Right. Have, Which have, it could could very him. well work. But I feel like it's it's kind of like, you know, we talk about having a, introducing Nightwing and then having Nightwing be a younger Batman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For comic book fans, we go, yeah, that works because it happened in the comic books a couple of times. Yeah. So we already had that. We've already accepted it. And it already worked. Especially if it's written by Grant Morrison, then it's amazing. Uh, but for the general populace... They'll go, well, isn't Batman Bruce Wayne? Isn't Superman white? Right. You know? Isn't Peter Parker Spider-Man? You know what I mean? I think the fans are going, yeah, that's the route they're going to go. That's the route they're going to go. But ultimately, it's going to be decided by the casual viewer. Because Marvel is not stupid. Sony's not stupid. They know they have our money. They know... They, had, they already know that I prepaid for Spider-Man tickets. They know that. Right? Mm-hmm. Which is going to be a date night for me and my wife. Mm-hmm. You know, but they know that part. Mm-hmm. But what they don't know is how many people that are kind of sort of fans of Spider-Man, or maybe they like the movies, how many are going to go and watch it? Yeah. They don't know that. No. So they want that big wide net. And in terms of inclusion, yeah, I'm all for Miles Morales. I'm not saying no to Miles Morales. In fact, when he was introduced, I wasn't like, oh, Spider-Man? No. Yeah. You know, I, I had said it's a way for them to tell Spider-Man stories, but with a different spin because they've got Miles Morales, who's like 
uh, half black, half Hispanic, you know. Um, yeah. He's yeah, he's he super smart. He speaks to a different a different group of children. You know, plus he'll have different uh, aspects that he's going through because of the story that he's going like his story is. But it's interesting because if you think about it, they've kind of blended Peter Parker with Miles Morales in the MCU because he's in this super school for gifted kids, right? Mm-hmm. Sure, he doesn't live there. But it's it's not a normal high school. Yep. You know, um, I, I don't know. Like it's uh, I don't think so. I just it, don't see it. It's it's hard. It's hard to say. I mean, it is hard it, to it say. Introduced his uncle already. Yeah. So I, mean, I know. Yeah. But again, we I don't know. It's hard to say. But like I said, like if I if I would reference, uh, like when they say Michael B. Jordan as Superman. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna happen either. I don't think it's gonna be happen. And even if they did, well, alternate. Uh, you know, Elseworlds Superman or Earth Two Superman, where he is, you know, he's Calvin something and he's he's black. You know, again, it's it's going to be like a comic book thing. It's going to be too comic booky for people. It's yeah. like turning James Wan black. Ultimately, it's not going to happen because people are going to go, yeah, but it's if it, if it was a code word, a code name, then yeah, right, right. If Skyfall hadn't happened, if they didn't say that it was unequivocally his name, then I would have been able to bite that a little. I could, I could handle that. I'd be like, yeah. oh, it's a code number, it's a code name. Yep. Okay. Makes All sense right. yeah. You know, bump him up. Who gives a fuck what he looks like? Sure. Right? But, yeah, so, so... So that's... I don't say... I can't say yes, but I do feel closer to no. Okay. Ultimately. So that's that for me. That's that. That's it for me. That's that. Um, Chris, that is another Geek Fans Camcast. Before we wrap up, I was... I, I wanted to talk to you this before we were on air... But I figure it's kind of fun just to throw it at you on the spot right okay. now. This is episode 45 of the Geek Fans Camcast. Okay. We're coming up to the big 50. Hmm. Interesting. The big 50. What do you think of running a poll for everyone to vote on what we should talk about on our 50th episode? I'm okay with that. Yeah? Yeah. Any movie, any comics, yep. any comic book, whatever. If it's a movie I haven't watched, I'll watch it before I it. 100%. And we'll talk about it. Well, good. On the Do, it. Episode. Do it. Do, Do it. it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Bacardi and Cola. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Also, uh, thanks for stopping by. Yeah. Uh, we can be seen on uh, on YouTube. We can be seen on Twitter. We can be seen on uh, Facebook. We can be heard on SoundCloud. Oh. We can be seen on... Uh, what are they? Did I say Instagram? No, no, Instagram. Ah, Instagram. Instagram. It's Instagram. Walmart. It's Walmart. There's one more. Uh, we can also be heard on this. Oof. iTunes? Yes. Ah, nailed it. It's been a while since I've done it, so I nailed it. Yeah. I was on a streak where I was doing it. You're doing it. You started picking it up, so. Yep. Woo. But thanks for stopping by. And you stay classy, San Diego. That's what you should have said. What? Why do I always have to say that? Okay, fine. Start How do I know everyone is in San Diego right now? It's Anchorman Colts. I know. You stay classy, geeks. And thanks for stopping by. San Diego. But mostly you stay classy. (laughs) (laughs) These pancakes are delicious.